everybody and welcome welcome back to another episode um we are just doing a short little intro currently because as you can tell by the title if you read the title um this is another guest episode yes so yeah we're just gonna do our our intro real quick you know Mm -hmm. catch up and then you guys will get to hear our conversation with Alana. Oh, it was so good. I just got done editing it because, boy, do we have technical difficulties today. Yeah, it was rough. But yay, it's, it's ready to go. Um, since we're already talking, should I just should I just keep talking? Yeah. Um, we talked on Sunday morning so I went to work and then I went home and had did I do anything Sunday night I don't think so because I worked um yeah and then Monday I worked from 7 30 and then I got off early because like we were training someone so they said I could like I didn't the guy was supposed to come in in the morning but then like our manager told him to come in like the closing shift. So I went home early because we were just like, we go home early and give this guy like some like more reps because he needs it. So they sent me home. I went home at like 3.30. And then I ate dinner. And then I cleaned out some shoes, like shoes I don't wear anymore. Slash shoes that don't fit my color. And uh, I'm gonna clean them up and so we can Donate them, slash get rid of them, slash do whatever with them. Um, but I haven't done that yet. Uh, I had dinner and then I went over to Keeley's. She did my nails. I've cotton candy phalanges, as I said. <laughs> They're very yes. cute. Um, They're alternating purple, pink, and blue. Yeah, pink and blue. I only had one pink because I was like, I need yeah, that yeah. color. I want an orange. Orange wasn't available. It's okay. No, I found um, one, did... remember? Oh, yeah, but it wasn't the vibe. Yeah, you, you stuck with the pink. Yeah. Um, we did, like, what do we do, clear dip? And then we painted normal polish. Yes. Yes. I'm going to experiment. Yeah. And you have to keep me posted. Because normally my dip lasts me, like, 10 to 14 days. Normally it doesn't ship. Mm-hmm. Normally it's just that it's lifting. And so I take it yeah. off because I get fed up with it. Uh-huh. Getting caught in my hair and stuff, you know? So normally it lasts yeah. for like 10 to 14 days. So you'll have to keep me posted on like how it does. Because I've never it's been painted so far. over dip before. So yeah, it, it's an experiment. Yes, we're experimenting. A, yes. to see if I like dip. And then B, to see other things. Yeah, I want to know how the painting over the dip goes. Yes. Um, so I did that and then I went home. I watched two episodes of Outer Banks season two. Um, and then today I went to a dermatologist a dermatologist appointment. Then went home and I picked out my room slash roommate. So at Western, it's kind of weird. You like pick your room, but like if other people had room selections before you, they can mm-hmm. just pick a room and then people who select after can pick their roommates. Um, I'm staying in a new um, like a newer building that just finished construction a couple weeks ago. Oh. Yeah, it's in the middle of campus instead of south campus. So I'm going to be in the middle. And for now, one of I'm staying in a triple. And one of my roommates is a 20-year-old. And she's got like her bios. The same stuff. Okay. Wait, you're in a that. triple? I have no idea. I'm in a triple. Why? <laughs> no yes. no answer i why would you want to be in triple you have no space yeah that's facts but i don't i can live with little space 
I'm also like fingers crossed somebody else doesn't take that okay, same spot. You we'll say see. that. You're like, I can live with little space. You had a room to yourself last year. You haven't even lived in a double, let alone a triple. I have uh, expectations for myself. <laughs> we will see how it goes. I still have time to like switch my room so I can like mm-hmm. pick a different one if I want. Um, yeah. And then uh, I, we went up and we, well, I went up and we Zoomed for our guest. I had lunch. I went to go coach little kids. I went home for dinner. I played outside for a little bit. We played trouble. Now I'm here. Yeah, so yeah. I don't remember. Sunday. What did I do on Sunday? I remember yesterday. Oh, Sunday was my like at home day. Because since coming home, I haven't actually had like a day like at home. You've been I've going. literally just been doing things the entire time. So I was like, okay. <laughs> this is like my time to like actually get stuff done. So I like I did stuff for my Instagram business and Etsy business. I like made stuff for it, did photos for it, created content for it. I also unpacked the box that I had just back. <laughs> um, because it had arrived earlier, but it arrived right before I left town. So didn't get unpacked until Sunday. Um, I had a return to do. I had a couple sewing projects. I went to Goodwill. I also met up with um, our neighbor across the street with the twins. The we twins. walked down to the garden so they could run around to their heart's content. Um, there were a lot of like peaches on the ground, you know, like falling off the trees. And they mm-hmm. thought they were balls. So they were like throwing them at each other. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And so that was good. And what else did I do? Oh, I finally got to play the piano for the first time. Um, because I got home. And then like not too long after being home, I I said I went to go play the piano. And then I couldn't find like any of like my like more recent music. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Mom, where's my music? And she was like, in the bank from the shelf. And I was like, no she was like oh your cousin took some of it and I'm like do you know what once and she was like nope <laughs> and so I texted her I was like can you bring some of my music back there were really only like two that I cared about but so I've finally been able to start playing piano again but yeah I just did like things on Sunday and then yesterday I had orientation online orientation pretty much all day that was like my entire day until hyper came over and then today um, was day two of orientation, but I didn't actually go to anything besides like registering for classes. Um, but my dad and I went to the gym and then we came home, I showered, and then right after that, we zoomed for the second part of this episode. And then mm-hmm. right after that, I went to the zoom to register for classes. Um, I'm a little salty because they didn't let me sign up for the class I wanted to sign up for, even though it was on like the list of courses we could sign up for. So what? What? So I was trying to sign up for econ one, literally one. My good ego. And she said, you aren't allowed to. And I was like, why? She's like, because you want to be an econ major. And I said, uh-huh. And <laughs> Yeah, and she was like, well, we want you to get acclimated and make friends, and we need to make sure that you can handle the math. And I'm like, you it's econ one. Handle the math. It's econ one. Girl, come on. So yeah, I didn't get to sign up for that. Salty about that. So I'm in math. It's calc for social sciences is what it's called, I think. Oh. I don't know. That's the one she told me to take, so that's what I'm doing. I'm like... That's mixed with a little bit of calc. What? Like for social sciences, don't you need like some stats in there? That's a, there's a whole separate category for stats. Oh, never mind um, that. But yeah, so she recommended I take it instead of the other math one. So that's all I'm taking, I guess. 
Um, and then I'm taking geography and I'm taking writing too, which I'm very nervous for. Because if you guys didn't know, not only do I hate writing, but I'm also not good at writing. I mean, I was You're good enough to me. pass the AP test. So like, I don't have to take writing one and I just skipped two, but I have a feeling I'm a struggle a lot. I'm really Trying bad at writing. Really bad at writing. So yeah, not excited for that. However, I did get to lay out my schedule pretty nicely. So all my lectures are Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Tuesday, I actually have nothing. And then mm. Thursday, I only have one, like, I don't even know what they call it. Um, I don't remember what they called it. It's like a focus group, almost like that's like your, like, work time, I guess. Because mm-hmm. the lectures are, like, huge lectures with, you know, 200 students or, like, 500 students. And then they have, like, these one-hour groups once a week where you, there's, like, 20, 15 to 25 of you. And so I have one of those Thursday evening, but that's not until like 6 p.m. So all Tuesday, I have absolutely nothing. And then Thursday, I'm all free until 6 p.m. So it leaves me a lot of flexibility with stuff. So I, I appreciate that. But yeah, that was like the most stressful part of my day for sure. Yeah, I also finished Outer Banks one of those days. I don't remember which day. I think it was yesterday. I don't remember. Okay. We'll see if I watch another episode tonight. It's already late. <laughs> yes, it is. But yeah, so that was, that was pretty much um, my couple days. Yes. But yeah, um, anything else you have to add? Mm-hmm. Just hope you guys enjoy our guest. It's very fun. Yes, definitely a good episode. Um, we also have a bunch of Instagram content that goes with it. So don't forget yes. to follow us there, girls.unstoppable.pod. We have posts, mm-hmm. stories, real. Um, yep. If you don't like reels, um, we're also on TikTok, and they'll be posted there too at same thing, girls.unstoppable.pod. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, um, with that, I think we can just get into the rest of our episode, and I hope you enjoy our talk with Elana. So we are now joined with Alana. Hi. So why don't you just give us a little, you know, one minute intro? Let them know who you are. Okay, my name is Alana Galloway. Um, I was Keely's roommate for the last year. That's how we know each other. Um, I also know Piper because she came and visited us in Hawaii a couple of times. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I go to nursing school in Hawaii, and I grew up in Arizona. Perfect. Yay. And then also, like, what, what hobbies do you have? Outside, outside of school. Have? Uh, hobbies of mine include um, studying for school. No, just <laughs> kidding. Um, I also, I like to paint. I like to run. I like to surf. Um, I like to do outdoorsy things in Hawaii. Um, yeah, a lot of that. Yeah, you're a big hiker. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd say I'm a big hiker. Like, I only hike, like, once every six weeks. You hike. <laughs> you hike more than I do. Okay, all right. I yeah. actually went hiking, like, two weekends ago up to a waterfall off of the Pali mm. Highway, which for people who aren't in Hawaii, it's a highway that goes um, from one end of the island to the other. There's a waterfall hike in the middle. And we went, and it had been raining a ton. So like five minutes into the hike, I'm like shin deep in mud. Mud. So at that point, you kind of just have to succumb to the mud. But we did yeah. have a lot of fun. Um, it's a very beautiful waterfall up there. And I tried to get a bamboo plant to grow on my own. As <laughs> Another knows, one of a lot of I'm really into propagating plants in our house. Um, <laughs> and so my partner is like ripping this bamboo plant straight out of the ground by hand. And I put it into a pot. And it has since then turned to a crisp. So, yeah, it didn't work out. But um, yeah, I I do like to hike. Yeah, I do like to hike. And I do like to play around with my houseplants. Most of them are dying. Alana's a plant mom. I'm a bad plant mom. (laughs) Okay, well, percentage-wise, most of them survive the ones that you bring home. So it feels like you're terrible. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I don't even try to have plants because I know that I would fail. You had one like, plant at our house and I watered it. Above. Yeah, I would. Someone gave me a plant. I was like, "Okay, Alana, this is one of your plants now." I was like, "Yes, yes, I have been taking care of it." Oh, it's still alive. Months later, it is still alive. Yeah, I always say that I want to get a pet, except our landlords won't let us. But then I remember so many of my plants are dying. I don't think I'm ready to take care of an animal too. (laughs) One day, one day, yes, one day. So um, what school do you attend and what year are you in school? I attend Hawaii Pacific University, which is a private college here in Honolulu. It's not the state university. Um, And I will be going into my senior year, which I'm actually trying not to think about in about 20 days from now. Um, So I will be starting my senior year. So how it works in nursing school is that your first two years of college, if you do the four-year program, your first two years are pre-nursing. So you take a lot of classes like anatomy and physiology and chemistry and biology and all that stuff, as well as your gen eds. And then your last two years of school is just nursing classes. So you have four semesters of just nursing school where you're only learning about nursing stuff and you're in a specific program and you have a higher tuition if you go to HPU. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I'm only taking nursing classes right now and I have two more semesters left, which is good because I don't want to be in school anymore. (laughs) You also won't be broke anymore. Yes, I also won't be broke anymore. Yeah, someday I'll buy a car, someday. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you said you're a nursing major, but how did you pick nursing oh my god I hoped you I was hoping you wouldn't ask me that um a lot of my nursing peers have really good stories about why they picked nursing like I've asked Mm -hmm. a lot of them and a lot of them say it's because like oh their brother had cancer when they were kids and they were inspired by the nurses oh they had a heart defect when they were a baby and nurses saved their life oh like there's so many stories about people who've gone through hardships and nurses were the ones who helped them through it and that inspired them to become nurses um and I sometimes think that I was drawn to it because my my grandpa had leukemia like five years ago um and I spent a lot of time in the hospital with him here in Hawaii and his nurses were really great. But, you know, I, I don't think that impacted me as much as like my peers' stories have impacted them. So I think a lot of it was that I, in high school, I had planned on becoming a psychology major and doing criminal psychology. Um, but then I kind of started researching it more and I didn't know if I wanted to get a PhD since you kind of have to for psych. And so I started looking into nursing because I had taken an anatomy class my senior year of high school and I really liked it. And so then I kind of just started researching it more and I kind of chose that. And now I don't even know what else I would possibly be doing. And I love it for the most part. Um, So I don't really, yeah, I don't have like any great reason why I went went into nursing, but I'm glad I did. Yay. So you mentioned you go to um, HPU and with COVID and everything, did you ever like go to campus we did yes we did so um it was interesting because I started nursing school in fall of 2020 whereas before that I had just done my pre-nursing so in fall of 2020 um I started my nursing school and in nursing school you're supposed to have on-site clinicals which is where you go for like two days a week 12-hour shift you're following a nurse you're learning stuff in the hospital because of coronavirus that was like all canceled which is a bummer because now we have a bunch of like textbook nurses but we don't really know how to do anything hands-on but that's okay Mm -hmm. so we did go to class on campus for one of my lectures out of my three lectures in the fall and the other two were on zoom and then my labs were like every other week or once a month it was really sporadic and there's definitely like a really big deficit now with um STEM majors with how much lab time we've gotten and how much lecture time we've gotten because even if we're not going to clinicals we should be going to the labs more but we really didn't so we really had to advocate for ourselves and push our professors to bring us into the lab so that even if we're not doing IVs and stuff in a hospital we can practice on this stuff at our school which I don't think we did enough of Um, but we did have lectures in person more in the spring which was nice and then we did have a little bit more labs in the spring which was good because I think zoom learning is very difficult yeah I don't think anyone would argue with you on that uh were you involved with any like school organizations any clubs or anything like that 
I haven't really been yet. When I was in high school, I was in a lot of clubs, but in college, I really haven't been um, thus far. Because in college, I've always been so busy, like working to pay for college as well as doing my classes. Um, but last semester in the spring, I actually ran for an executive board position on the Student Nurses Association Club, and I won it. So I am the level representative for the Student Nurses Association at my school. Um, which basically just means I'm responsible for helping to coordinate events and fundraisers, as well as write the monthly newsletter and coordinate that and then do interviews for the newsletter. That'll happen every month. So I'll be a lot more involved with that this coming semester than I have been in the past. Being a flex, a position. Sorry, what was that? You're like in a big position. You got yes. power. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I mostly did it because my friend told me it would look good on my resume in a year when I graduate, when I graduate, but um, she's not wrong. I, I still did it. Yeah. Yeah. That was the main reason. Um, but I'm hoping I'll learn something from it. Okay. Out of all the classes you've taken, because, you know, going to senior year, don't want to talk about it. Are there any like standouts, least favorite, most favorite, never want to take again, don't recommend? Okay. Um, well, I'm sure you could also speak to this, Piper, since you've taken a lot of STEM classes since your pre-med. Um, mm -hmm. One of my least favorite classes was OCHEM. And I haven't taken one, that. Okay, I'm sure you will. But um, <laughs> the, I think the main reason was I didn't have a very good professor for it. This professor had four PhDs in like four different hard sciences. So he was just like on a really different level um, than we can. I'm realizing right now that the podcast listeners cannot see my hands. I'm like demonstrating different <laughs> levels. Um, but yeah, he had so many PhDs and he would just kind of go on these like STEM tangents and I would be like, how is this relevant? And also to be honest, you really don't need organic chemistry for nursing. For medicine, yes. For nursing, it's not super relevant unless you're going to be a pharmacist. Um, and also the class when I took it, it was at 7 a.m. three days a week. So that was also a bummer. Um, some of my favorite classes that I've taken were microbes. My microbes lecture was um, really cool. It was run or the professor was um, he was from Puerto Rico, which is really cool because all of our like STEM professors at my school are always like old white men, as so many professors are. So it was really cool to have like some diversity. And he would also talk about like different diseases that they have in the Caribbean, um, comparing it to like how it is in Hawaii. And he would talk about like local things from his area. Um, and we learned about also viruses in that class, which was cool because our semester after I took the class was when coronavirus happened. So I feel like I could connect, connect that a little bit more. Um, and then I also liked my anatomy and physiology classes. Um, I went to a cadaver lab with my ANP lab. So that was probably one of like the highlights of my college career. Fun. Yes, it was fun. And then overall, do you recommend HPU to anyone who, who's looking into it? <laughs> Keely's giving me a look because she's had to hear <laughs> me rant about HPU for the last year. Um, so just for people looking to go to school in Hawaii, HPU is very expensive. Um, I went there because they gave me enough scholarships that it was cheaper than the state school. Um, but at this point, because of nursing school, it's a lot more expensive and they have like given me less and less financial aid. So it is expensive. Um, I don't recommend it because their campus is divided up into so many small bits, mm -hmm. whereas most college campuses are in one place and, yeah. you know, you walk from class to class. HPU, we have one campus in Kaneohe, which is like in the middle of our island. There's literally a mountain range in between our two different campuses. So as a result, our school has a shuttle between the two, but it's just not super convenient. And then we don't really have like a central campus area. Um, and it's also in downtown Honolulu, which has kind of a lot of homeless people. And like I, I used to see like people doing heroin right outside of our classrooms. And yeah, it's not it's not the best campus. Um, and a lot of our great professors are leaving. So I would not recommend HPU. <laughs> There's that, folks. There's that. So um, is the workload a lot more as a nursing student, do you feel like? Yes, it is a lot more. Um, the classes are usually easier during pre-nursing since you're taking gen eds as well, which are usually easier, you know, to classes like history or social studies or whatever. Um, whereas in nursing, all of your classes are pretty hard and you have to write a lot of really long reports that take a lot of time. So I would say the workload is harder. 
Interesting. And then do you have any study tips? Anything that you do? Um, I know for me and my best friend Aspen, who's also in nursing, we always say that you should study on paper like don't study online, but I think, it, I think it's different for everybody. Cause I know people who get better grades than me and they only study on their computer. But for me, I always have to write things out or highlight mm-hmm. things or use paper or flashcards or a whiteboard to like draw things out. And I think there's actually been studies that say that like writing things out by hand helps you remember better than just typing it. Mm-hmm. So I would say taking the time to like write a list of the main things that you need to remember by hand um, will help you a lot to commit it to memory. Yeah, definitely. All right. So there's um plenty of other medical professions out there. Why did you choose to become a nurse over like a surgeon? That's a great question, Piper. Um, I actually thought about changing my major to pre-med a lot when I was doing my pre-nursing, because if I was going to do it, that would have been the time to do it. Um, but honestly, it's kind of like the reason I didn't want to do psychology. I just didn't want to have to commit to being in school for that long. Um, and I also can't afford to go to medical school. You know, it's like, I didn't want to be in school for that long. And I think that I probably could have gone to med school if I like really tried hard. Um, but I'd kind of think that I don't need to be a doctor to feel satisfied in my career. Um, no, no shame to doctors. Piper and I will have a great clinic together someday, but I don't, I didn't want to become a doctor and I didn't want to go to school for that long. Um, and then also I just really liked the nursing method of approaching medicine more where it's like more about holistic things and more about the person as a whole whereas doctors are so busy usually trying to cure like the medical problem whereas nurses Mm -hmm. our job is a little bit different so we can look at things a little bit differently and that's how the system is supposed to work it's supposed to work where we work together and we look at things differently and we collaborate together so I'm happy to be on that side of it yeah, definitely. Um, just to mm-hmm. add to that, I do want to go to nurse practitioner school. So nurse practitioners, it's usually like a two to four year program after your bachelor's of science in nursing. Um, and once you're a nurse practitioner, you have a lot of the authority and the privileges that doctors have. Like you can write prescriptions, you can officially diagnose things. Um, you can even have your own clinic sometimes, but you don't have to go to med school. So for things like urgent care or small clinics or even like Planned Parenthood, stuff like that, they often have nurse practitioners. So that's what I want to do eventually. But do you plan to do that right after you graduate or are you going to just spend a couple years working first and then try and go back to school? Yeah, so I'll graduate in a year and um, I plan to get a job as a floor nurse kind of wherever I can, except not in certain parts of the U.S. that are too hot or dry like Arizona where I'm from. But um, I have actually looked at Washington where you guys are from. I'm just going to try to get an RN job for a few years because I think that if I go to grad school immediately, I think I could get burned out on school. And I also think it's really important for nurse practitioners, you know, they have all this authority, they can diagnose things, they can prescribe things, they can own clinics. I think it's really important for them to have hands-on experience as a floor nurse first before they're, they have like so much authority and power. And just so that they can get that experience, I think will really help them going into grad school. Yeah. Um, what's next? Oh, did anyone from your family influence your decision to either become a nurse or go to school in Hawaii? Um, Well, the reason that I wanted to come back to Hawaii was because my mom and her family are from here. Um, And so I I lived here as a kid and I always knew that I wanted to come back here after high school graduation. Um, And so I lived with my grandmother for the first two years of college, my to-do, to-do is the Hawaiian work for grandma. and she lives over on the other side of the island. So I lived with her for a couple of years. Um, I don't know that anybody in my family influenced my decision to become a nurse or go into the medical field because we don't have a lot of medical people in our family. Um, but definitely my family being here and having a big support system here in Hawaii affected my decision to come back here. Yay. Okay. This, this is okay. Piper's question. This is, a, this is my question. Okay. It, it's very me. Okay. So as a nursing student, do you feel like medical shows like The Good Doctor and Grey's somewhat accurately portrays any bit of the medical field at all? No. No. 
Um, yeah, if you guys can see my face, I'm making like a throwing up sign. No, um, I, I love a good Grey's Anatomy. I think I'm on season 17, but oh, it's so depressing right now. So I watch it in small bits. But um, mm -hmm. I do love that show. We love the drama. We love all the tea. But that show is very inaccurate. And I say that as a nursing student and future nurse, because <laughs> on Grey's Anatomy, they'll be like, oh, the patient needs a Band-Aid. Somebody get a surgical resident. Oh, oh, the patient needs an IV line. Somebody get the chief of cardio. Like it's all done by surgeons and really high up staff. And there's almost no nurses mm -hmm. in the show. And they kind of just are like in the background or like sitting around other than our favorite nurse. I think her name is Boki. I follow her on Instagram. The, you know, the, the scrub nurse, she's always mm -hmm. in the back. Yeah, the, I was like, I'd never even seen her face because she's always in the show wearing her her PPE in the OR. Um, she is my favorite character and I wish that the show had more nurses. Um, but no, there's not a lot of representation of other hospital staff on Grey's Anatomy. Um, but I don't really think it's meant to be accurate. It's also a show where basically every episode there's some kind of crazy medical scandal happening or yeah, unknown disease or brain-eating parasites, you know. It's supposed mm -hmm. to be interesting and that's okay. It's not really meant to be realistic and that's fine. I love it as much as the next person, but yeah, it is definitely inaccurate. Yeah. I think I, I only watched like one to two seasons of Grey's Anatomy, but it's like the four or like six main characters do everything. It's so weird. It's like, why is there no one else in this hospital? Yeah, it's a hospital run by very beautiful surgeons. <laughs> yep. Yes. So now moving on to Hawaii questions. You said a little bit earlier that you lived in Hawaii some when you were growing up. Exactly how long have you lived in Hawaii? So um, I lived in Hawaii from the ages four to seven. I lived in Kaneohe, which uh, I think I mentioned it earlier. That's where my school is. It's in this it's in kind of the valley. Valley. Um, the valley. Yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of in between two mountain ranges. Um, it's a really beautiful town. It's right next to the Ko'olau Mountains, which are those like really steep mountains that all the waterfalls are on. Um, I still look back on the years when I lived here as a kid as like the happiest years of my life. But, you know, I was also a kid, so I didn't like have to deal with hardship as much. But um, my parents, I know that they like didn't have a lot of money here when we lived here since the cost of living is so high. And my dad just like worked all the time. So we ended up moving back to Arizona because it's cheaper. Um, but then I moved back here again when I was 18. So I've lived here for three years now. So I would say I've probably spent six years of my life living in Hawaii. Yeah, so um, since you spent a good amount of time in Hawaii, do you see yourself always living in Hawaii or would you move? That's a good Hawaii? question. Um, I don't know. I don't think that I'll always live in Hawaii um, because sometimes it's hard for new nursing grads to get a job here is the first reason. Um, and then it also depends on like who I'm with or what we want to do. Um, so I don't really, I don't know. I would like to live here for a long time um, if I could, but it is really expensive to live here. Um, and housing is really expensive here. Um, so I don't know if I'll always stay here. Yeah. If not Hawaii, then are there some other places you're kind of scoping out that you would like to live in? Yeah, um, I, I don't, I know I don't want to live in like, the south, the south or <laughs> or the midwest or the southwest um so I think I would like to live in maybe like the pacific northwest but I don't think I could do it for a super long time because I do love the beach and I'm sorry cold beach is not a beach so yeah like I we, like we have beach, beach but yes mm -hmm. yeah no, okay. unless you have a wetsuit on no no um how are you gonna get tan in a wetsuit Keely you don't probably be good for my skin after all these sunburns um yeah so I, I thought about moving to the pacific northwest eventually um or maybe california um i'm not really sure i it's kind of a big gray area in my life um mm -hmm. so you know we'll just have to wait and see what happens wherever you get a job yeah yep so what do you love about uh, most about living in hawaii or about um, hawaii in general there's a lot of things that I love about Hawaii. Um, 
And in a lot of ways, Hawaii feels like home to me because I came here a lot as a kid, even when we didn't live here because my to-do lives here. Um, so there's a lot of things that I love about Hawaii, but I also think that I have a very privileged view of Hawaii. And so I have enjoyed like living in Kailua, which is a town um, on the other side of the island. And my tutu has a house there, which is really nice to go to. It's close to the beach. So that's really nice. Um, I love the beaches in Hawaii. I love the mountains. I love the waterfalls. It's very beautiful. Um, I also really love the city because I grew up in a small town. So when I moved here, it was like Waikiki was this glittering city with fireworks every week they don't have them anymore because of coronavirus but they used to um but there's also another side of Hawaii that can't really be ignored where like we have the highest homeless rate per capita in the country and there's a lot of displaced native Hawaiians who can't afford to live here because the cost of living is so skyrocketed and so there's a lot of problems in Hawaii um which I just feel like have to be mentioned because a lot of people from the mainland see it as this like Hawaii beach resort. It's so perfect. It's always sunny, but there are a lot of problems here. Um, and there are a lot of injustices here and a lot of homeless people. So that's definitely the sadder side of Hawaii that we see every day. Um, but I do still love living here and I do love the weather. It's always warm unless it gets to like 70 degrees. Then I put on my fuzzy socks. <laughs> honestly can't i can relate to that though yeah you can yeah. i still wear shorts hit, like 60 like 75 degrees. i was like "Ooh, it's a little chilly mm-hmm. yeah killian uh-huh killian my apartment didn't have central ac so we were always so hot in this house yeah but the minute it gets rainy and like 72 <laughs> i'm like oh do i need to call my mom and tell her to send me a sweater <laughs> oh yeah it's interesting (laughs) um so you mentioned in your hobbies you like to surf um this was this was a question that Piper also wanted to ask uh Kiona um are you ever scared of shark attacks have you ever seen a shark um what's what's your stance on sharks (laughs) oh I don't really have a big stance on sharks um you guys already interviewed Kiona right yeah yeah okay okay um yeah I don't have a huge stance on sharks because honestly I don't surf that much I'm not gonna pretend I'm like some cool surfer girl like I surf like once a month it's not that often because I have a car and I'm lazy but I do love it when I do it I'm not very good I only have a Costco board even though they're so bad for the earth so you know I just I'm like a very amateur surfer if I can get up and stay up and turn a little bit I'm happy I'm not out there like shredding the waves you know I go where the tourists go but I do enjoy it. Um, I'm not really scared of sharks because I don't go out super far to where it's like super duper deep. And in Waikiki, there's not really a lot of sharks. Um, Probably because they're scared of all the tourists, as am I. But I don't really worry about it much. When I lived over in Kailua, I would worry about it more since there were less people and I would go out in deeper water. And there was this one time I was surfing. It was like 6 p.m. So the sun was going to set soon. And I was the only person out surfing. And I was at this, um, I was out surfing at this spot called Flat Island. There's a small, tiny island, like a quarter mile off the coast. I was out surfing and I didn't see a shark. I didn't see it or anything or hear anything, but I was laying on my board and something, I don't know what, something bumped the back of my board. And I almost like fell off the board. And I look around, I don't see a turtle. There's nobody else out in the water with me. It's getting a little bit dark and it wasn't a wave. It was like something hard, like bumped me. And I don't think it was a shark necessarily, you know, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was, but that was my only experience where I was like really scared. And I paddled very, very calmly the quarter mile back to the shore, um, keeping my arms in the water for as little time as possible. But other than that one little incident, which I don't really know what can explain it. Um, I don't know. Something hit me. But I have never seen a shark when I was surfing, which is good because I think I would get really scared. Um, and I'm hoping that I never do. Yay. Yeah. I, I hope you don't either. You know, that, yeah. that would be good. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I know Kiona surfs at like the real surf spots where there are sharks and where it's deeper. And I think she rides much bigger waves farther out than me. So I'm not surprised that she's seen them. Um, but I go in baby, basically like 
the kiddie pool of surfing waves. <laughs> so I don't think I'm going to see many sharks. Um, it's a good way of explaining it. Yeah. What is cool is that um, Carissa Moore, who is Hawaiian, it just won the Olympics and she's like one yeah. of the first Hawaiians to win the Olympics for surfing. So everybody here is really excited about that. So that's awesome. Shout out to Carissa Moore. So what are some things that are unique to Hawaii? Um, some of the things that are unique to Hawaii, I think, are, um, well, first, kind of the way that our island, at least on Oahu, is laid out. It's it's pretty urban throughout the whole island, kind of like the whole island kind of feels like a suburb of Honolulu um, in a lot of places. So a lot of people have to commute from like all different parts of the island into the city. So even if you're like far away, it still always feels like you're kind of part in, in, in part of the city. Um, we also have a lot of um, cool like plants and jungles and stuff that you don't really see on the mainland. Um, which is really nice. And we have, like I mentioned earlier, the Ka'olau Mountains, which are like really are jagged and sharp mountains on the east side of the island. So I love those so much. They're so beautiful. And that's where you get those like waterfalls and then the fog at the top of the mountains. I really love that. And I've never seen it anywhere else other than here. Yeah, no, it's, def it's definitely really beautiful. Yeah, it is really beautiful. Um, yeah, there's a lot of parts of Hawaii that are really beautiful. And then there's some parts I think that are less beautiful. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. It's like anywhere, you know. So sometimes yeah. people will come for vacation and they only see like kind of what people want them to see, I think, which is kind of like when you go to Disneyland, like you walk down the streets of Disneyland and it's all pretty, but you don't really see like, you know, all the stuff that goes into that. Um, so Hawaii is definitely very beautiful, but you know, when you live here, as you know, Keely, you see like other things, things that the tourists don't see. Like I mentioned earlier, we have a lot of um, people experiencing homelessness. Um, and then there's also a lot of like injustices against the native Hawaiians here, um, which is actually not unique to Hawaii because that's how it is across all of America. Um, I think I actually read somewhere that the native Hawaiians have a life expectancy 10 years less than other people living in Hawaii. So people always brag that Hawaii has the highest life expectancy out of any state, if you count Hawaii as a state. And so that like totally excludes the native Hawaiians since their life expectancy is so much less due to all these injustices that they have faced thanks to their islands being taken over. Um, so that's kind of something that is not unique to Hawaii, even though we're so far away from the rest of America, that narrative is still played out here, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what is something that you think people misconceive about living in Hawaii? Um, I think people underestimate the cost of living. Um, so people in like my hometown in Arizona, they'll be like, oh, the cost of living in Flagstaff is so expensive. And I'm like, like, mm. what are you talking about like your minimum wage is 14 dollars an hour and the cost of living is like half of that of hawaii um which isn't to say that the people experiencing like poverty and stuff in arizona their like struggles are still valid obviously but in yeah, hawaii, yeah. our minimum wage is 10 10 which if you go to the store it will buy you like two things at the grocery store it'll buy you like two gallons of milk just to put that in perspective it'll buy you three gallons of gas maybe so for every hour that you work, you can only buy a few things, which is hard for people who have to like pay rent and pay for their kids and for people who are supposed to be like living off of those kind of wages. And then even if you go up from minimum wage, the job, jobs that are like paid higher than minimum wage are still not paid as much as they would be on the mainland. So I think mm -hmm. that there's like a huge wealth gap in Hawaii. And then we also have a lot of like really rich old white people living here who have like a ton of money. So there's there's definitely like a huge disparity um, between that. So I think people kind of misconstrue the cost of living here and just how expensive it is. So my friends on the mainland, they'll pay like four or 500 bucks a month and they get like half of a house. And at our, Keely in my house, we each paid 600 a month and our other roommate did too. So we paid 1800 a month for our like three bed, two bath, which was not on like a very nice property. It's like in the middle of the city, you know, it's like not the greatest, but whatever. So the cost of living here is really, really high. And people kind of don't believe me when I say that, but it really is. Yeah, it yeah, is. yeah. All right. So how can tourists be more supportive and respectful of the locals and the land? 
This is a great question. I'm so glad you guys added this. I don't know if I'm like the best person to answer this question because I I haven't lived here my whole life. Um, mm. But I will answer to the best that I can. First off, don't don't touch the seals. Don't touch the seals. Don't touch the turtles. Do not touch the wildlife. Like, I don't know why tourists are always coming and doing that, but it's just not right. And it's super disrespectful. Like if you were in like Wyoming, would you go and try to touch a moose or a bear? I mean, I hope not. Maybe you're dumb. Just don't do it. Yeah. Um, people also, tourists will leave a lot of just trash everywhere. They, yeah, you just see a lot of like trash from tourists. Um, and then they also will kind of come to Hawaii and then be mad when certain attractions, I put that in quotes, are not available. Like I saw this video of this lady complaining about how Hanama Bay, which she actually yes. said Hanama Bay, she didn't even say it right. So Hanama Bay basically is this bay that is protected as a like wildlife reserve. It's like one of the best snorkeling spots on the island. And they used to allow in a certain amount of people per day. You have to get like a pass to go and you have to pay to get in. And then you have to watch a video before you enter about how to be safe with the fish. And you can't use certain kinds of sunscreen that damage the coral because they're really trying to protect the coral and the fish in this bay. Since coronavirus, they have let in even less people, which I think is great because the coral in Hanama Bay actually did really well during the whole pandemic which is super awesome. And so all these tourists are all mad that like certain attractions, again, in air quotes, aren't available to them. And I'm like, you guys, like this, this is people's home. It's actual land. It is not Disneyland. It is not Disney World or Six Flags. Like this is not just a tourist destination. These are real wildlife animals and real habitats and real people's homes that are so displaced and damaged and so people will get all upset like oh the traffic is so bad oh Hanama Bay is not open oh this oh that but I think people just have to remember that like there is more to this than just being a tourist destination and so I would mm -hmm. say just trying to be as respectful to the land as you can be and as respectful to the people who live here and the wildlife as you can be and just remember that there is a context outside of just tourism for Hawaii yeah definitely and like it's one thing to like be sad about like oh I can't go do that thing but like don't get like angry and start yelling it yeah yeah like that's just out out of control yeah it is it's ridiculous what are the top three things tourists should know or do while visiting Hawaii or Oahu Ooh, um that's a good question I think top three things to do, like if I was a tourist coming to Hawaii, I never really did touristy things coming to Hawaii because we would just come and visit our family. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say if you can get in, I'm not sure how open it is with coronavirus, but um, the Bishop Museum is in the Kalihi part of Honolulu. I think it's in Kalihi. Um, I haven't been there for a while, but it's a really good museum to learn about um, Hawaiian history as well as history of the islands and the wildlife around it. It's just a really good place to learn as well as like Iolani Palace and the courthouse. There's a lot of places in Honolulu that have a lot of Hawaiian history, which is really interesting and also really important to learn about. Um, and it's in those places that the last queen of Hawaii, Queen Liliuokalani, it's where she was like held in prison and stuff before the, um, the other people like came and took over um and made her force her to abdicate and like threatened her with warfare and stuff so there's a lot of history that is to be learned um and they also give really good tours so they can help you to learn it um I also think it's fun to go to other parts of the island other than just like Waikiki so you know there's a lot of fun things on the north shore to do there's also fun things like in Kailua and fun hikes um so if people want to just get out of like the most crowded part um that's probably what I would do um as far as things to know, like I said, just like being respectful to the land and stuff, which I think is something that we can all work on. I know I probably can more. Um, and just being respectful to the fact that like, this is people's land and this is people's home and trying to be respectful to like, Hawaii is still here after the tourists leave on their vacation, you know? So just being respectful about like their trash and their actions and stuff. Yeah. Nice. Yes, that, I agree. That's very important to like just Respect the land. Um, are there any favorite local businesses that you would recommend that you go to, your go-to spots? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, 
That's a good question. I know, okay, the first thing that comes to mind is Island Snowshave Ice, which is in Kailua, which I'm biased towards because my next door neighbors own it. Um, but it's a shave ice place. It's in Kailua. They have good shave ice. It's close to the beach. Um, and it is locally owned, obviously. Um, and the couple who owns it, they're super sweet. Um, so I love to go there. I don't actually go there as often as I probably should have, given that I was their neighbor and it was right down the street from my house. But when you live in Hawaii, sometimes you forget about like the touristy things to do. Um, mm -hmm. That is a good spot. Yeah. So that's what I would recommend. It also has a much shorter line than like Matsumoto's on the North Shore. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And then lastly, what's your favorite thing about living on Oahu? Um, my favorite thing about living on Oahu is that I have family here. And so my Jiju lives here and I'm glad to be able to see her often. Um, and even though I didn't always love living with her, I'm glad that I did. And now I can go see her um, at her house. I go to visit her a lot. So I love having family here because I think it's probably hard, Keely, you could probably speak to this more, to move somewhere so far away and not have any family. Um, whereas I've had the luxury of having like a support system here and I have a lot of um, aunties and uncles and like family members here. So I love that. Um, but things that are more applicable to other people, my favorite thing in Hawaii is the beach. I absolutely love the beach. I love it so much. I'll probably get skin cancer someday, but you know, that's another topic, but I really, really love the beach. It's my absolute favorite thing to do. I'm going to go later today. Um, but yeah, any beach, all beaches, some beaches more than other. I just love the beach. Yeah. When I posted... Um, when we, the three of us went to the beach, um, on like the Monday before I left and I posted on yeah. like my Instagram story, I said last beach day. And my sister replied to it and was like, you act as if you aren't going to school on a beach next year. And I was like, it's not the same. I was like, it's not the same. Yeah. People from California will be like, oh, we have a Southern California beach. And I'm like, no. I'm sorry. I don't care if you live in LA or San Clemente or mm -hmm. Santa Barbara or wherever it is warm in Hawaii like bath water and the water is blue and we don't have great whites and you don't have to wear a wetsuit yeah it's not the same it's not the same yeah when I lived in Arizona I would be excited to go to California beaches the Oregon beaches I'd go to any beach but Hawaii no. is really like the it's like the gold standard it's like the best beaches you could find really so yeah it's it's hard to go back after that definitely well thank you so much for yes, coming thank you. today um, so fun even though we had were, some zoom complications, complications. <laughs> yeah there's so many yes, we did. yeah it's, it's okay. <laughs> we, we made it through um, we did yes but yeah um don't forget to follow us on instagram oh yeah tell them your instagram oh, yeah. my instagram hang on i have to look at it on my phone i don't know <laughs> i think it's just my name um which is it's Alana Galloway. It's Alana underscore Galloway. It's A-L-A-N-A -A Galloway, G-A-L-L-O-W-A-Y. Um, yep, that is me. Yeah, and she'll be linked in our, or tagged in our post too. Um, and then girls don't unstoppable about pod. And then don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe where you can. And we will talk to you guys later. Bye. 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 Bye.